The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to another show of Strike Point. This is two in a row, um, and we're totally prepared. Not. I'm David Naylor, and here's Mikkel Dinib. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I hope you come well prepared for today. <laughs> I think you you were you were responsible for working out the agenda, right? So I guess we're prepared. Yeah, I think that was right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to talk. About... Yeah. Go on. Well, I was gonna say, I'm going to I'm going to talk a bit about. Um, PR jacking and um, what what I've been seeing over the last few weeks and um, what to watch for and some hints and tips how to get around that kind of problem. Um, and I think you're yeah. going to talk about IE, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, it's not really a big thing. I was just you know stumbled over it a few times in the past couple of weeks and uh, and I was just I hadn't really got time to dig into it, um, but I was just putting it on my blog. Uh, you know, I. I you know, more than a few times I stumbled on on search result pages in Google where there's kind of like a big hole, a big white space in top of the search results where, you know, the top results were supposed to be. Um, and it's just like pushing down results so you get a, a, a large white space or a small white space in the top. Um, sometimes even the whole first page view is like blank and you yeah. have to scroll down to see it. And, and it... it the strange thing is, because first I thought, oh, it's just Internet Explorer that's fucking up. You know, it, it, it browsers do that. And, but then it, 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 uh, it is very consistent on specific searches. Um, you know, like, uh, let me pull one of the examples here. If, if, if I'm searching for um, MP3 player, it's okay. But if I search for MP3 player free, then I get a very large uh, uh, white space in the top. Um, if I search for SEO, on the Danish side of Google, I get a very large white space at the top. I don't know if I have to put anything into that, um, but it it it's it's it seemed consistent on, on on some of those search and and again I haven't been able to replicate it on on um, on any other browsers, uh, not not on uh, specifically not on Chrome. Uh, so you know that started making me wonder is. Is uh, Google coding things bad, or is uh, te- are they teasing uh, uh, Microsoft, or is Microsoft doing something, or is it just you know the the, the, the different installs of Internet Explorer Seven that I, that I tried this on, and experienced this on? Uh, I, I I don't know yet for sure, but I one thing that did spring to mind is um, is the the experimentations uh, Google been, been been doing with uh, using various kinds of AJAX and SERPs as well and. Um, because I had similar issues now and then in the AdWords interface, which also is heavily blind on, on Ajax these days now. And uh, so sometimes fields in the AdSense or Ad, AdWords administration where there was supposed to be some some information, some content, uh, just a couple of days ago, for instance, when you when I was going to see some ads in there, 
the ads didn't show, uh, you know, at the place where it was supposed to show, it was just blank. So I was just, you know, thinking maybe it's um, Google's Ajax library that's uh, messing up or something. I, I don't know. Interesting. Um, please uh, report back to us if, 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 you, if you see anything similar to this. Um, I, I don't I know if you saw you it. Where- I tell yeah, I tell you why I saw it was um, I was doing some local um, search data in Google, and it was when you I, I got, do you want to change your um, location? So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll change it, and I changed it to where I live, and I didn't get any organics at all. I just got like the Google Maps and PPC all over the place. And I could replicate that time and time again, but when I tried to replicate it on one of my friend, on one of the friends and friends, one of my staff, they are my friends as well. That's so sad. <laughs> um, one of my staff um, computers, I couldn't get it to replicate. So it almost looked as if it was something to do with my cookie or the way I was rendering it, and I was putting it down to myself. When I got home, um, I was testing it out on Windows Seven. And I could get it every time, and that was on a so I had two computers side by side, and I could emulate it on both of them, um, signed in and not signed in. So it was definitely a bug with IE and Google, but it seemed to be triggered more from Google's point of view than an IE point of view. It was the way that the Ajax was being pulled in. Again, it may be the fact that IE is handling Ajax in a weird way. Um, I wasn't getting, wasn't throwing up any warnings like I would normally see, but it, it, it's it, it's uncomfortable when you see things like that. The other thing is, yeah, it, and, and also, I mean, I, I'm I'm also suspecting the Ajax to be uh, be it, but then again, it's kind of strange because I haven't seen I haven't seen anything uh, similar to this uh, outside uh, Google. I mean, I've seen it on the Google search and I've seen it in AdWords, but I, but I haven't seen it on any other websites. And I, I, I frequently use a lot of very he- heavily Ajaxed uh, websites, including some of my own websites, and I, and I haven't seen that problem there. So, you know, maybe I don't know if it could be tied into, you know, specific uh, functions in in, in Google's uh, Ajax library or something. Yeah. Uh, but you know, again, you know, I, I would assume that that. That even even the coders at Google do also check how their code is working out in Internet Explorer. Again, you know, I, I assume that a large portion of Google's users are also using Internet Explorer, like the the rest of the web population. So it's it's it's, it's kind of a little strange to me. Um, One of the weird because, things, yeah. I mean, it it I've only I've seen it a lot more now that they've got the small Google logo. Um, I'm not too sure what that's all about. The fact that you know, have you noticed that the in the search results, the Google logo is tiny now, um, in comparison to what it used to be. I have some screenshots somewhere. I was going to blog about it, but I couldn't be bothered. Um, so that's weird. And also in the .com, I'm getting weird suggestions as well. So I don't know if they're trying, just testing something. Um, it's like if I do like if I start typing in the com like sides and then before I get to do anything else, it starts suggesting things. As soon as I put a space in there, it's like site Walmart space Walmart, site Best Buy space Best Buy, site Facebook space Facebook site. You know what I mean? It's almost if you're doing like a site colon search, but there's no colon in there. And it's just, there's just they're obviously testing some weird stuff. Um, why is things like at site colon and it's coming up with um, bed bath and beyond dot com bed bath and beyond you know what I mean it's just weird ones that I 
I wouldn't associate with being relevant, if that makes sense. So th- there definitely seems to be a, we- a couple of weird things going on there. Um, Google's been weird for a couple of months for me anyway. It, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's, they're obviously testing something. What they are testing, I don't know. Uh, and it's not often you'll hear me say that. I don't know what they're up to these days. But it, whatever it is, it keeps breaking Google big style. Um, so time will tell. We'll see. Yeah. So maybe um, we should take a quick uh, commercial break uh, before we yeah. jump into um, to the big part of the show with um, the PR hijacking stuff. So um, yeah. let's take a quick break. Uh, stay with us for a few minutes and we'll be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conference since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that T-Shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host... Hi and welcome back. So today I I don't even know why I did it. I I was kind of bored, um, and I found a a good solid. I think well I don't know was it PR eight or PR nine, um, which made me laugh because I knew straight away it, it's PR spoofing. What's well, basically um, what used to happen in the old days uh, was that people would three hundred one or replace the server headers and, and redirect Google to uh, another 
PR website. You know, it's something like Google.com was the classic one. So your 301, your website to Google.com, then the toolbar page rank would update, and then you'd go to eBay and sell your website. You know what I mean? PR10 website's better than a PR0 website, normally, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So so that used to go on quite a bit. Um what I've seen recently is a and I, I thought, you know, I mean Google had kind of like really knocked this on the head. And yeah. we found recently that I I had a domain that I was redirecting and it picked up page rank. When I broke the redirection, the page rank disappeared off it quite quickly. So I was like, well, that's okay. That, that, that kind of works. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how yeah. it should be. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, it, went, it went after a week or so, which is like, I was like, wow. So it gives me a good indication of how quick the toolbar is updating. So I've run a few more tests and stuff like that, as you do. Um, and then today I found this um, www.glass-tables-etc.com. Um, and when I went to that site, it's a good, solid page rank nine so i thought okay i know exactly what's going on here um there's a load of sponsored advertisements on there as well and it's like they basically are cloaking or well in this case the ua cloaking um and basically doing a server header replace and taking uh wasps page rank which is the web standards and if you do a cache in google you'll see that um and i even put a bit ly a link into that so people could actually see what i was talking about a little bit later on in the day um to show that it's it's not really their page rank google thinks this page is someone else's website they think it's like i say the web standards so what's interesting about this one is is that a lot of people have got links on there so obviously they're thinking they're getting good quality links and they're really not now if i was one of the bad guys this is what i would do now now seriously children if you get caught doing this you're most probably going to likely get banned okay so there's the heads up for, on this straight away so <laughs> okay, so what I would do is I'd pick something like a PR6, something really like way out there. I'd 301 the header and cloak Google on their IP addresses. So anyone came to my website would get the real website and they would get the page rank. Um, and then from there on in, what I would do is I would do a nice sponsored link and I would pick a load of PR5 and PR6 websites that have got that naturally already. So if someone clicks on one of those links and they go off to that website to see that, that that website has got a solid PR5, PR6, that would indicate to the potential buyers that that I am passing solid page rank and that uh, I'm a good place to buy from. And then I would go to places like SitePoint and Digital Point and basically ask if anybody wants to buy off my PR7, PR6 website and see how many Muppets are out there and pay me money for something that's not really there. That's if I was a bad guy. If I was a good guy, what I would tell you to do is go and check Google Crash <coughs> to see what's on that site before you do anything if there's no google cache which nine times out of ten there isn't look at the similar results if glass tables when you look at their similar results what you get is everything that is similar to the web standards it's the biggest indicator straight off the bat so just a little head though if you're going to go out there and buy links so you're going to go out and be silly about things just check to make sure that a, you're, you're buying what you think you're buying, and B, 
don't trust what anyone says on the internet. Nine times out of ten, it's a load of bloody rubbish. Um, and don't trust PageRank. It's so easily spoofed. But I thought this yeah, would be cleaned up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Years ago. But, yeah, you know, I, I actually thought, too, that, that it was cleaned up um, quite some time ago. And, and apparently it also got better, as, as you experienced. But um, they, they, they as, as your example show, uh, they haven't they haven't fixed it totally. Uh, there must be some some kind of glitch in this. Maybe if you Google guys are listening to this show, which I know you are, you should uh, maybe look into this and um, figure out what it is. But anyway, you know, a lot of people are still putting too much emphasis on 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 PageRank, and in fact, not just PageRank, but one metric uh, only. And, I mean, it's it's to me uh, what I'm I'm doing most of the time. I think a lot of people are doing that is combining metrics. Um, if 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 I have to convince myself that things are improving with a website, or if I want to evaluate a website, I'm not just looking at one factor. I'm, I'm looking at a lot of different factors, and and if, if those factors kind of confirm each other, I, for instance, for 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 for, for linking, you know, I do include PageRank, but I don't ever look at PageRank isolated. I would look at PageRank and backlinking. Um, and if, if those two numbers confirm each other, if my if my page rank increase as well as my, my backlinks and, and the quality of those links looks good, then everything confirms each other and then, you know, it's probably right. But just looking at one factor, even even if you're looking at backlinks, which, you know, theoretically should be a better factor than page rank in itself, there's sometimes glitches, glitches there. Uh, I know it because we do monitor this for a lot of clients uh, with our services, and um, and sometimes the big glitches and clients come back to me and say, "Oh no, panic! You know, we suddenly all this we, we lost a lot of backlinks." And said, "No, I don't think you did. You know, Yahoo or Google may be reporting a little bit differently <laughs> than what they did last month, but uh, let's look at the results. Hey guys, you're getting exactly the same traffic. In fact, maybe they're even getting more traffic out of Google than they used to do. So don't be so worried." You know, I had I've been dealing with one one client that's been very worried about indexing. You know, and you know, of course, indexing is important. It's, you know, it's important that you have all your pages indexed. But sometimes the reporting is just not right. And look at the results for this particular client. Uh, traffic is just keep going up. So in that case, don't be so worried. <laughs> yeah, I mean the classic one. I got an email today from a a client that was basically. Um, saying, you know, I mean, it's like we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this. We've only got this many pages indexed. I'm like, no, you haven't. So, no, no, we have. Look, it, it, uh, we've got three thousand pages. I'm like, you've got thirteen thousand pages indexed. That's a big difference from the three thousand he's seen. And that's because they just don't know how to use Google operators properly. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's nine times out of ten, you end up basically pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, you know I mean, it's like these are the things that any webmaster should know. Not an SEO. You don't have to be an SEO to know these things. You know what I mean, a little bit of education, and seriously, you'll save an awful lot of money um, you know, by asking your SEO to do things that you should already know. Um, and that way, at least, you know what I mean, if you're paying an SEO, a retainer, you know that they're spending the retainer money on doing what they're supposed to be doing and not educating and stuff like this. So it does get a little bit crazy out there. But you've, you've got to be careful. I mean, we're building into um, 
how to about the moment a, a page scoring factor um, that takes in like loads of other weird stuff and then gives it like a, uh, I guess like an SEO mod score thing. Um, you know what I mean? So that we know the, the the server headers are coming in correctly. There's no redirection going on there. There's no bouncing going on. Um, you know what I mean? The and everything it's still in the cache and it's returning good quality um, information. So it, you know what I mean? That's why I'm spending my time and effort at the moment in in tools yet again to make sure that uh, things that are going on. You know what I mean? The it, it's it's good. You know what I mean? And we're not getting this crap information that seems to flow downhill so quickly yeah and i mean basically always check your your, your data um i mean we just uh, it was like what was it last week or the week before we we're starting seeing some issues with um with uh, yahoo site explorer uh for certain searches on i actually can't remember if it was on pages or in links i think actually it was on pages where if you if you yeah i remember if you had a, a search for pages as uh, on a specific website and you chose all subdomains on that domain, you would all they, Yahoo would suddenly return um, pages outside that domain, uh, you know, so completely different domain. So, and so it's only if you. Okay. I mean, again, it, it kind of disappeared again. And and but if you chose only this domain, uh, the result would be right. But but this is just another case of of don't just trust the raw numbers you get. You know, go in and look why the numbers are the way they are. Look a little deeper into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of the things uh, I noticed um, that recently that Yahoo was doing was quantifying backlinks within iframes. So you put an iframe on your website and frame someone's website up in there, um, and Yahoo was basically counting those as backlinks, which obviously you sh- you're not supposed to. Um, yeah. And and they were returning content. So when I did a search for clients' content in Yahoo, I was getting iframes retur- coming back in it. So they're obviously indexing the iframe content on that URL and returning that. So that opened yeah. up a whole new world of pain for me. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, I, oh, seriously. I mean, I work in industries where you get people that will go and go like, when we make a, a frame set, 1% at the top is going to have my information about what cookie I want to drop or what affiliate link I want to go for. And the rest of it is the website I, you know what I mean, is the, the, the affiliate site that I'm going to approach for the affiliate network. And they just iframe it, which is, not, you know, I don't have any issue with that. What I do have an issue with is that when Yahoo thinks that that content is the affiliates content and not the um, merchants content and that has caused me a big issue over the last month so um, if you could fix that Yahoo that would be nice Um, you do send some traffic now and again yeah anyway let's take a quick break and then um, we have a few minutes left of the show so um, if you stay with us a few minutes please welcome our sponsors and we'll be back in a minute Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> 
Hey, affiliates, do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the UK, France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com, the science of performance. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com, or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as 1 cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you, LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final part of Strike Point. Um, we're going to talk about Bing because it's the newest and biggest hit on the street, and it's just taken another, was it 1% Mickle in the market share? Yeah, I just saw some numbers. There was a little more than 1% that they gained in the market, and I think it was the past month, and um, it seems that they, they gained about half percent from, from Google. Which is interesting, and uh, the rest of it was mostly Yahoo, and then you know some of the other smaller ones. But uh, basically, a little more than two, a little more than one percent um, they gained, which is a lot in in the search market. And 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 I remember some estimates going back a couple of years. It's probably even more now, where where it was estimated that one percent of the search market was worth about a billion dollars. I think that's probably right. Um, so a hundred billion dollars for the search market. That's probably not wrong. Uh, so gaining half a percent from Google is like half a billion dollars. <laughs> it's a lot of money changing hands. Um, so it's interesting, and, and, and it's also interesting that, that apparently Microsoft has finally hit something that, that sticks to the market. Um, I think they, they did well with Bing. Uh, I'm just happily surprised to see that the market react uh, that way as well. It's good. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I mean... I'm loving Bing. You know what I mean? I really, really am. I'm not saying that because, you know what I mean, I'm a Microsoft fan boy and Microsoft do take care of me and I do get to go down to London and to like wine and dine with those guys. Um, you know what I mean? But what I really do like is some of the things that they're doing. It's very, very innovative. Um, you look at, the, if you set your um, bing.com to United States English and just do a search like Twitter Kevin Rose to bring in like the one box for like Kevin Rose's last Twitter that's awesome 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's just clever. You know what I mean? It's like it's giving me information. It's and I think the and this is me saying this is this is not anything that the Bing team have have told me. But my my gut feeling is is that whether this is right or wrong, yeah, that when I land on Bing, when I leave their website, I actually land on the website that I want to be on if that makes sense. So unlike Google, where I do searches and I'm backwards and forwards from Google to the website, Google to the website, Google to the website, what Bing's doing, um, especially on the US side, it's keeping me on their website. It's making me think about what I'm actually searching for before I actually leave the website. Um, the classic things are things like, okay, UPS. I know that I'll get a, a one box on there. I don't get any web results, but what I do get is things like UPS tracking, job schedule, fleet, fuel surcharge. I get similar websites like UPSS, FedEx, DHL, UPS store, and Perlator. Don't even know what that is. I get the customer service telephone number there, and I get the tracker passing search number. What if I if I was looking for UPS the the transport company, that is a search result for me. I, if I whatever I click on there, I know that the information that I'm looking for is at my fingertip. I'm not going to get you know I'm not going to have to start clicking around again. And I think that's what they've been very uh, really good at doing. It's things like um, Canon EOS searches. You you do some of those searches in Bing. Um, you know what I mean? I'm just going to do one 40D, um, Canon EOS 40D. Let's see what that brings back. So what I get there is actually that's not a brilliant result from being, from in my opinion. Um, I get some shopping results and stuff like that. Oh, maybe if I put Canon, not camera. Oh, yes. <laughs> See, Bing, Bing can't, like, take away, like, stupid users like me. I wish they could. So I've just done a search now for Canon EOS 40D. Um, and what I get there is their one box, again, which is user reviews, expert reviews, product details, compare prices. I get the prices from $802 at seven, seven stores, Bing cashback stores. I get an overall rating, 5 out of 5, ease of use and speed. I also get things like um, reviews used, um, battery case. These search terms that they're bringing up are things that are commonly ask questions. I know that because I've been told that by Bing. I love the search history stuff so that I can quickly, I don't have to basically retype in the search queries that it stores it there. And I think the public are liking it. I, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? If they've claimed 1% of the market share, that's awesome. You know what I mean? We, they may have actually finally once hit something right on the head, and they they may they may start to be a, a deal breaker here. You know what I mean? That the I think they, they, they will. And, 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 and I mean, there's no doubt that even on the highest level in Microsoft, uh, the attention on gaining momentum in the search market is so high. I mean, we, we've seen it over and over again. Even you know, see Palmer dancing around, you know, praising search and saying how important it is for Google, uh, for for Microsoft, then, um, to to get in on that market and get a much much bigger share than than, than what they have now. Uh, so I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft could um, grow with being maybe becoming the second largest engine taking over. Um, Yahoo's former position because Yahoo still seems to be fumbling around way too much um, 
especially compared to what what Microsoft is doing. And I also think you know it's a it's a good timing for Microsoft because as we talked about before, and I'm not even paid by by Microsoft. You know, I'm a they're not they're not uh, paying me anything for, to say this. But you know, I, I have a strong feeling that that um, the general uh, uh, way that people look at Microsoft today is very different from five years ago. There's not the same kind of hate uh, against Microsoft as we talked about it before. They generally improved their, their reputation, uh, especially online, very much so. Uh, one thing we were just talking about it, some friends uh, the other day that, that is actually surprising me, um, after getting one of those automatic updates from, from Adobe on Flash where they want to push Safari and all kinds of shit on you, and, 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 and we were talking about that really the company that is the, 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 the company that keeps things the most close, have the most ridiculous terms, that are pushing updates in the most ridiculous ways and stuff, is Adobe. It's it's yeah. not Microsoft, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and Apple is even is even worth in in, in some sense, you know, they, what 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 they do on, on, on I mean their their publication is just so closed that that that, that you know people should shout about uh, Apple. Sorry, Adobe is not actually the the worst one, but I was thinking about uh, Apple. It's 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 crazy how they do stuff, and um, and they you know nobody complains about that, <laughs> or at least very few people. Um, yeah. Anyway, getting back to Microsoft, I think they, they, they it's it's the right time for them to to push this even more. They have a decent product. Um, people seem to like it, and they're gaining momentum. So move on, push it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is as well is that I was is it? Let me just check. I don't want to give the wrong company name out, which was uh, a bit sad. Net Net Imperative. They're they're closing the doors. Um, it's basically it's a they've been for the last ten years been providing news and events um, on the digital industry in the UK and basically due to current um, economic climate we have been struggling to achieve the level of sponsorship and advertisement commitment needed to see us through the summer and therefore necessary to close the service we would like to take this opportunity to thank all our support over the years it's really appreciated I will miss those guys um, you know what I mean yeah, I- it's it's, I, I, I only know them by name, but uh, it's always sad when when people go away um, yeah. during a crisis like this. So that's that's kind of sad. Yeah. So I mean, the couple of the key guys over there um, is basically, you know, what I mean, the the the, the, the emails are on there. Um, you know, what I mean, so I wish those guys the best of luck. What they were going to do, um, and I'm sure that'll be snapped up by some good people out there. Um, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, they're on my reading list anyway, so it kind of it's it's one of those that is a little bit sad to see go, um, but we'll see. Um, I'm sure they'll come back strong. Well, I mean, it's always sad to see uh, companies go, and and I don't know. It, it, I don't think it's been really bad in 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 Denmark, um, but you know there is some some online companies that that have been struggling, um, and and some of them, of course, have have closed down. We have more. Uh, bankruptcies now than 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 of course we, we, we had in the past few years. Uh, I, I think that gone up grown gone up in, in, in most countries um, these days. It's uh, and and especially I see that the the online companies that, that are very dependent on, on getting fueled with more cash, of course they they are suffering and, and the companies that that are dependent on, on having a lot of, of money invested in, in, in stock uh, or, or in, in, in groceries that they're selling, 
uh, they are also suffering big time. But the co- especially the companies that are serving uh, um, electronic goods that that really have a, don't have a shelf price, and 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 um, and of course all all us that are, that are in the service business uh, seems to still gain more business these days. Um, so I still see a growth rate in in in, in the online business even even during this. Uh, crisis. Uh, so I think it's it, it's really it really comes down to what kind of services you're offering and what kind of margins you're operating in. Yeah, it is. I mean, people looking for for value for money, bang for the dollar. Um, you know what I mean? It's one of those ones where if you if you can't perform day in day out, you're going to come under a, a massive amount of pressure. I think that you know what I mean. It's like we've been working with some uh, great companies recently and we're going to be working with um, some great ones uh, coming up in the next few months as well. But um, I think certain kinds of luxury products will also do well. Uh, I heard from some of the guys in London uh, doing uh, some some fashion clothing and they were still doing pretty good, actually increasing business. Uh, and we talked about it and it was like, well, people still need luxury you know, so now they don't have money for luxury cars, so they turn to luxury clothing, or they, you know, turn to even even smaller luxury things. People still want luxury, you know. And so if you can provide that feel of luxury without the the, the price track of of a, a really expensive car or a million dollar home, I think that there's a, a lot of business in that these days. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like, it's, ooh, I can't remember who was it said now, but it's like, if you can place advertisements for things like Rolex watches on web pages about disasters, rich people that feel sad about those disasters go out and treat themselves to something nice. I still do that personally myself. You know, if I've had a crappy week, I always go out and just spend some money, just, I'd go into town and just buy junk you know what i mean come back and say wow i've just spent like 250 quid on nothing but i feel a lot better about myself um and it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny a weird one. how you can it's funny how you can feel better shopping and yeah. spending money yeah uh, and it I, is i, I mean I, it's I, like i kind of thought that was a female gene but apparently it's not no it's a it's, it's definitely a man thing that's for damn sure <laughs> um i mean as an example is the um, we took on a, a couple of a nice clients and one of the things that we did was that we're doing some pro bono work for, um, I can't even say the, what, what it is. It's basically, it's, it's pronounced, uh, I can't, it's FOP basically. It's a uh, fibro dysplastic efficiency progressive here, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's honestly, it's really, really hard to pronounce. Um, and and so, it's something close to my heart. So basically, we're building the website for them, um, hosting it all, uh, and we'll I'll blog about it when it when it goes live. Um, it's not far off that now. Um, you know what I mean? And that's because you know what I mean we're we're feeling good about ourselves and we want to pay something back. So when when they put out the rich lists and stuff like that, nine times out of ten, it's the rich people that read those rich lists feel a little bit guilty about. Um, how well they're doing and they go out and and, and push um, into charities and stuff like that and that's what we do. we've always been you know I mean, we've always tried to help communities out where we can um, so it's it's looking good um, and that'll appear on fopaction.co.uk when it's all ready to go it's, by the looks of it it's not far off at the moment so if you're looking to 
donate and make a difference. Um, it's the money's all going to the University Ox- of Oxford, and it's headed up by. Uh, Professor James Trifford, and I'm getting no backlinks out of the University of Oxford before people start going, this is why he's doing this, this is why he's doing it, he's only doing it this reason. Um, it's totally not. The reason why I'm doing it is that um, my cousin's little girl has got FOP, um, and it, like I said, it's close to my heart, so it's something that we're, we're going to push over the next few months. So, Mr. Kutz, if you're listening... I, I, can, I can sign on to that and say, you know, yeah. anybody who, who think that Dave doesn't actually have a heart, he does. You know, he's actually a very kind guy, so... Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy a lot of the time. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> and if I find anybody... So don't believe all the bad stories go around. <laughs> Um, but yeah it is you know what I mean it's one of those ones where it's not complete finished yet there's still some placeholders and stuff like that um, but no I'm, I'm hoping that we'll raise a, a good chunk of money for, for the organisation um, yeah. I'm going to put everything that I've got behind it anyway so it's, hopefully it'll work out good I'm happy anyway, I think that was a perfect ending for today's show and uh, we're running out of time so um I hope you enjoyed it, and we will be trying to we will try to get back live again next week. I will be probably be in my house in Sweden, um, and I should have a connection there. But in case everything fails, I will be back the week after. So um, see you all next week. Have fun and enjoy the sun. 